you wake up and you quickly realized, oh no, it's that time again. It's my kid's birthday and I have to plan a party. Ah, what do we do? Don't worry, I'm here to help guys. Guys, today I want to talk to you about how I finally cracked the code to throwing an amazing kid's birthday party. I feel like when we were growing up, this just was not as big of a thing. And as parents nowadays, let's face it, you've got to throw a good party. So with that, let's dive in. Okay. So... After having experimented now with several birthday parties for my children, I feel like I have finally cracked the code to throwing a successful kid's birthday party. Now, I've done a couple different ways. I've done parties at parks. I've done kind of a canned party where you basically just go to some location like the trampoline park and you rent out the room. And I've done those kinds of parties and I've attended those parties. I've had parties at our house. So had a couple, oh, also I've had pool parties, water slides, all this stuff, right? So I've now been a guest at a number of these parties and I've also thrown a number of the parties. So with that, I do feel like I've kind of cracked the code to what does it boil down to? Like what are the must haves and what are the nice to haves? So I realized that there are three components to a great kid's birthday party. And then there's a couple add-ons that are sort of like optional and they're nice to haves, they're not must-haves and they just kind of are the cherry on top. By the way, if you hear my pump in the background, it's because yes, I'm pumping. And if you hear my baby in the background, I'm a mom of three. And so I will never be alone. And if I wait to be alone, I will never have a podcast. So London, thank you for joining me with your hiccups. And okay, so the first thing about a party for kids that I realized is that the parents want to be able to have their kids be entertained without having to supervise them. Okay, so what do I mean by that? That means if you're having a pool party, hire a lifeguard so that the parents are not on edge just constantly having to like monitor their children. Now, of course, you would like for the parents to be able to sit around the pool and also watch the children, but they want to feel like, okay, if I have to run to the bathroom, I can. Or if my husband or my partner is not with me and I have an 18-month-old that's always running around, I can still join the party, right? Okay, so that's number one is sure that you have a party that is entertaining the children. So here's another example of it, okay? We threw a Nerf party for Carter a Nerf gun party and it wasn't like, okay, everyone bring your Nerf guns. It was basically a company that came out and they were all vaccinated and they brought all the supplies. They brought everything you needed and they had the instructors and the parents did not need to watch, monitor, be a part of it. Of course, the dads loved it so much that half of them end up jumping in at those parties. So it's kind of funny, but Basically, you can just drop, you show up, you drop your kids, and you can chill out as a parent. 
okay? It's basically a babysitting exercise. So that is super important. Another party we just had, which I'll probably go into greater detail about, is Charlotte's birthday party. And that was an outdoor movie night. Hi. Oh, you want a, you want a podcast, London? Hi. Hi. You're such a cutie. So the outdoor movie night was great because the kids had like big bubble chairs and this giant screen and we watched Sing 2. And again, the parents did not need to monitor it. It was all very kid safe. Everything was contained, but it was also kind of separate from the adults area. So those are a couple examples of how you could have a party and have the kids be entertained safely so that the parents can just show up with a present and their family, their children. I was going to say, and their demon seeds. Sorry, that was going to be kind of rude. But the parents can just show up, drop their kids, and take a deep breath and hang out. Okay, and also, you want your children to come back from these parties exhausted, not hopped up on sugar, right? Side note. So we'll talk about that in a second when we talk about gift bags or goodie bags. But, you know, if you can make sure the kids are nice and tired afterwards, Again, super bonus. So number one, make sure that the kids are able to be safely entertained away from the parents and the parents don't have to continuously watch the kids. Like at the trampoline park as a parent, you have to watch your child, right? Like all the time. Or a pool party that does not have a lifeguard. You have to watch your child all the time. So those are not bad parties, by the way, but it's just something to note as you're thinking through what would constitute a great party. If you can creatively think of how can I safely keep the kids entertained without the parents being the entertainment or constantly watching them, that is awesome. Oh, another thing you could do is have like a magic show. That's something you could do, like, or a mad scientist come. So that's those are all things that entertain the kids without the parents taking the lead or being highly involved. They can just be like spectators in the background and they can like have a minute, you know? Okay, the second thing is, is that the parents don't get to socialize all that much unless it's at a kid's function, right? So anyone that's a parent knows what I'm talking about. It's really rare for us to get it, go out and like spend time with just our friends, no kids, if ever. Um, by the way, shout out to all my best friends I haven't seen in like six years since I had kids. Still love you guys. All right, so... I know. Okay, so the second part of this is a parent not only wants their kids to be highly entertained in a safe way away from them, but the parents want to be entertained and enjoying themselves. So not that you need to set up full entertainment for the parents or anything, but making sure that you have a great guest list is so important as a parent. Because when you get to a party and your kid's being entertained, and you finally get to socialize with other adults, you want to really enjoy that experience. Like, cuts? You want to be able to like show up to the party and like look forward to hanging out with the other adults there, not just awkwardly introducing yourself to a bunch of randoms. So as you're thinking of your guest list, I really like to invite a lot of people. I think having a bigger party is really fun. And I think that in doing that, you should 
curate your guest list with people that kind of know each other from different walks of your life. So for example, you would have a bunch of your school friends and then you'd have a bunch of your basketball friends and then you have a bunch of your dance mom friends. Like you have, you know, you don't just bring, you don't cherry pick and just invite one person from karate. You invite all the parents that you're friends with in karate. And I know that you're like, well, I can't always invite a million people. Okay, fine, then just make it one social circle. But I think thinking through the guest list in a way that you think of it like, okay, are they gonna have fun or are they gonna be the only person I know from school or from ice hockey or whatever the activity is that, you know, whatever walk of life. So I think, you know, thinking through that guest list and I think the more the more the merrier for us is always great because, you know, if you're there for two or three hours, people can kind of intermix and mingle with friends from different places and, you know, just enjoy that experience more rather than being trapped with like only a handful of people that they they always see. Okay, the third thing is food. Adults want good food. We don't always want pizza. Okay, so you don't have to like bring caviar or anything, but maybe think through something that is not literally just pizza, and it could be anything different, and it doesn't need to be expensive. Just something yummy worth eating. So we had a taco, a taco stand come. We last our last party, we did Stonefire Grill, which was awesome because they do a great job catering, and it's like you know, salads and different kinds of meats, tri-tip chicken, salad, bread, stuff that the kids would eat, but also the adults. So I would always get pizza for the kids, a cheese pizza, obviously. Basically, you want to have food that is not just pizza for the adults. Definitely for the kids, for all of our picky eaters out there, yes. But for the adults, come up with something that they can actually eat that is not just pizza. Okay, so those are basically the three main things that I've cracked the code that you really need to have. So just to recap, the first thing is to get the kids out of the parents' hair in a safe way that is exhausting to the children. The second thing is an awesome guest list for the parents so that they can actually have fun socializing when their kids are not in their hair. They don't have to be on top of their children watching constantly and babysitting. And the third thing is decent food. Again, doesn't have to be fancy food. No one's expecting caviar and champagne when they go to your kid's fifth birthday, but something edible. Okay, now let's talk about some additional bonuses. Super bonus goes back to your guest list. So for us, Carter and Charlotte are Basically, I call them the twins because they're so close in age and they share friends. So for us, when one gets invited to a birthday, I generally need to bring both because how can I possibly tell Charlotte, oh, you can't come or Carter, you can't come. I mean, you can do that, but it's so much easier if I don't have to fight that battle and they can just both come with me because then I don't have to find extra childcare for one of them and I don't have to get into that battle with them and hurt anyone's feelings. Okay, so with that, if I'm showing up to other people's parties with both my kids all the time, then obviously when it's my turn, I need to reciprocate and extend the invitation, right? So what we do when we throw our parties is we say, bring the whole family, whole family welcome. 
because we know that sometimes, you know, your partner is working and you may want to bring grandma or auntie or the nanny or whoever it is that you want to bring with you that day. Or you just have so many kids. A lot of our friends have multiple children. Not all of our friends, but most of our friends have at least two kids and often three and four plus kids. So when that is the situation, it's a lot easier for other parents to just bring everybody and to have something for everyone. So if that is the case, if you are doing that, here's a super bonus. This is like a really good sort of secret. If you're doing a party, for example, Carter's birthday party, right? He, we had a Nerf party and so it's really for like four plus at the way youngest. And so what we did was we hosted it at a park that had a young kids playground adjacent like right next to where we were having the party so that if anyone had young kids there was something to do with the young kids too like put them on a slide and you know anyone that had an 18 month old could still come to the party because otherwise a lot of times it it becomes an issue so you know that way instead of people saying oh we can't come I don't have enough help to bring all of the kids or my young one's gonna get bored or whatever you have something for everyone. Another thing you can do is, and this kind of goes back to episode 62, Skylar the Fighter, Morrison Park Playground episode, if you haven't listened to it. If you have friends that have children with you know, physical limitations or any kind of disability, you can also do, or just they're young or they're girls, a different you know, gender with different interests, you could also do like a little arts and crafts station or something like a tactile station where you have kinetic sand, or you know some kind of alternative additional little station for either younger kids or a different gender that may not be interested or gets bored with the main event then that's another creative way to be super inclusive and make sure that you can invite all your friends and have something for everyone i think that's really important like our nerf party was important for me to have a bounce house in addition to the nerf party because when we had gone to a nerf party charlotte got bored the first time and part of that is because she's really young so or she was younger than everybody else there so she did the nerf thing like for one round and then she was bored of it and then there was nothing for her to do so for carter's nerf gun party we did the nerf gun party and then i also had gotten a bounce house and then i had a little tactile station and like arts and crafts station and it's not that hard to do like at all you could literally go to michael's and just pick up a couple different you know things for the kids so yeah going back to that bonus the first bonus is try and make it whole family is invited if you can now sometimes you can't and that's okay but i'm just you know just letting you know that as a guest when you have multiple children it's very difficult when it's just when it's just one child is invited and i know that a lot of these places are like very limited head counts and all that stuff i get it but I'm just letting you know, like, if you have young children and friends with young children, it's just something to think through and be aware of. Okay, the second thing that's a cool bonus for the adults is, like, music. So we had a guitarist that came. We had an evening party, and we had a guitarist play so that the adults had cool music. Now, you don't have to do that, but for us, it was kind of like a Saturday night for Charlotte's birthday. So, but even just playing music in the background with Alexa or whatever, it just sets a mood. So there's not like that awkward silence kind of a thing. 
So that's a second bonus is music. And then a third bonus is some kind of really cool, interesting way of doing dessert. So we were able to get like a snow cone food truck come by and we just kind of surprised everybody with it. So that was super fun. We did that for Carter. But any kind of interesting dessert you can do is always kind of fun for the kids. Here's two things that I don't think are important, but I don't know. They're like nice to have as a guest, but like not at all must-haves. I think we overemphasize the importance of decor. I don't think people care that much about balloons. I think, yes, it makes for a great Instagram photo, but let's be honest, balloons are expensive, very expensive. So... Balloons, I think, are important if you are trying to indicate where the party is, so like functionally speaking. So for example, when Carter had his Nerf party, we had it like deep in a park and it would be very difficult to find. So we made sure our balloon person added balloons kind of along the way so that people knew they were on the right track. Now with that party, and this is another hot tip, is like if it is a harder location, like a more obscure location that people can't find easily, you don't want your guests getting lost or texting you constantly or trying to figure out where is this party. So what we did was we actually created signs, like professional signs with nice photos of our family saying like Carter Lovey's sixth birthday this way. So that was like a big to-do. So having an obscure location, I don't recommend because it did cost us a lot of extra money to create those signs and time to set it up properly. But it, I mean, it worked out beautifully. It was definitely the right move. But just think, just think through the location being really accessible and easy. And if it's not, make sure you have great signage and make sure your balloon person adds balloons so that it's very easy to find. Yes, I don't think decor is the most important thing at all. I think that it is a very like nice little cherry on top if you can afford it and if it's important to you for pictures and things of that nature. But I feel like we overemphasize like the decor. It's way more important to have an awesome guest list and keep the kids like entertained. Like if you are focusing on anything, prioritize those other things, the the top three things we just talked about first over balloons. Because if you have like a bad guest list and like a beautiful like set of balloons or some other you know beautiful little like photo wall or something like that's I don't know no one really cares about that especially the kids they really don't care about that okay the last thing that I'm going to talk about is goodie bags I feel like people love goodie bags and I sort of get it but I am personally not a fan of them and I hate making them and I hate receiving them and here's why the goodie bags usually have things that are more sugar or half the time the goodie bags have something that is just gonna be a mess like goop or things of that nature if you're gonna do a goodie bag do something that will entertain the kids for a period of time and then you can throw out and it's not a big deal but like just don't add sugar don't add sugar to the goodie bags because what I don't want is to have my kids get in the car, rip open a goodie bag. I can't see what they're eating because I'm driving them home. I'm exhausted. And next thing you know, they're hopped up on their next bout of sugar and they just ate all this candy that you didn't even know was in there. Now look, if you put in like a ring pop, one simple thing like that, that's, that's fine. But see, London agrees with me. 
but don't load it up with sugar. Maybe what you can do rather is have like a mini coloring book. Like we had gotten for Carter's birthday one year, last year, we got a coloring book that custom had his name on it, like Carter's sixth birthday. That's fine. It's a little bit of entertainment. You know, it's a little custom memorabilia. You know, it buys the parent something in the way of childcare entertainment for their child when they get home, but they're not like hopped up. Um, yo-yos are frustrating, especially the young kids. So I, I'm not a fan of yo-yos, at least like for Charlotte. She's just like so frustrated by it. And then I have to constantly help her. And then we end up just throwing it out. So if you're going to do goodie bags, which I don't think is necessary, I think we overemphasize the importance of that. I would like to see something that's entertaining and not a lot of sugar. And let's face it, goodie bags add expense. I'd rather see you pour money into other things like expanding your guest list. And I also think that goodie bags add a lot of work to the mom and stress. So if you do a goodie bag, I think one or two things that are like custom, that are simple for you as a parent is like the way to go. So like with Charlotte's last party, it was great because we had we had little like light up glow stick things that came in this bag of popcorn that had her name on it and a bunch of sugar, but we gave that to the kids during the movie so that everyone could take home their little glow stick and then they also had a chair, a blow up chair that they could take home. So, you know, something that's entertaining that's not gonna drive the parent crazy, just think of that too. So in short, let's all band together and cancel goodie bags. Do you agree, London? Do you agree? Okay, so I hope this was a fun little episode for you to think through, and I hope that I kind of got your wheels turning for your next birthday party for your child. I know throwing birthday parties can be stressful, expensive, time-consuming, but look, if you're going to prioritize how to make a great party, I hope that this helps give you some guidance because I really do think that I cracked the code. We've had such great success with our last few parties. We've had so many people replicating the parties because they were just such great ideas. And I guess I will say with that, let me know if you liked this kind of episode. Let me know if you want me to tell you how I threw Charlotte's outdoor movie party. That was super fun. And I know a lot of my friends on Instagram as well were like oh my god this is such a great idea summer movie night oh my gosh how did you do that so again be creative think of something that's not the same old same old and think of something that is really inclusive for your friends and all their kids that does not break the bank and with that i'm gonna wrap because i gotta change london's diaper thank you guys for listening please rate me five stars on on apple podcasts and spotify i almost said on yelp Okay, no, I'm not on Yelp. Rate me five stars and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and anywhere else you get your, yes, honey, podcast. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, that is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram at Kimberly Lovey and let me know your thoughts about today's show. You can screenshot this episode and let us know what your biggest takeaway was and tag me at Kimberly Lovey and we can share it on our stories. I will see you again, same time, same place next week. <laughs>